0: or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's
1: episode in Her Space. I remember when, and this was like very scary for me. I remember a couple months ago when I had the miscarriage and one day I woke up in the morning and I went to go brush my teeth and I couldn't bend over. And like my, I was having some back, some issues. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast
0: dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're We're your hosts, hosts, Dr.
1: Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist. And Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. All
0: right, welcome to November. We are in that final stretch, and also, like, right in the middle of Scorpio season for those of you who are horoscope and astrology followers. Um, So, our quote of the day be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, then you'll never, ever have enough. And that comes to us. From Mother Auntie Oprah Winfrey. Now, T, when you hear that quote, like I know there's a bunch of things that come up for me. What comes up for you when you hear that?
1: Let me see. I'm just rereading it again to get into it. When I hear that quote, it reminds me of how powerful our mind and perspective is. And so when it says, be thankful for what you have. I'm a firm believer that where your energy goes and flows, you'll get more of that, right? So if your energy is flowing here, you're going to get more of whatever that is. And so if you're constantly grateful, you're just going to be programmed to be in that gratitude mindset and more is going to come to you. But, and I've been on the other end of this where you concentrate on what you don't have, it's just always something like, I never have enough of this. I never have enough of this. I wish I had this. And it just becomes this constant battle, especially as a recovering perfectionist. So Mm -hmm. that is what I think about when I hear this quote. What about you?
0: There's a couple of things that come up for me, right? Like there's my present that comes up for me in terms of really being fully aware of the things that I have. And things in terms of not just material things, but like my health and like my mental health, my physical health, like having those things, like just being grateful for those things allows me to do more. Right. But then I also think about that flip side of that, of like, if you're concentrating on what you don't have, and that takes me back to like childhood, and I remember one of the phrases, one of the things my mom used to say to us all the time a bunch of ungrateful kids. Like she would Did you say, kids, though?
1: <laughs> sometimes, yes.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I remember that saying in my house, so it was a little different.
0: <laughs> and sometimes it was some other ugly exactly, words along exactly. with that, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but this thing of like, as kids, as an adult, I can look back and say, Yeah, we were a bunch of ungrateful kids constantly complaining about what we didn't have Mm -hmm. or it wasn't enough. So let's say that my mom decided to treat us to McDonald's Mm -hmm. one day, right? And if we got McDonald's one day for dinner and then the next day we're like, well, why can't we have McDonald's again? Instead of being grateful that we had McDonald's the night before, Mm -hmm. we're focused on, well, we don't have it tonight. And so then that leaves you in a space of not being satisfied. And not having McDonald's that second night probably meant that my mom had enough energy to cook a full meal. Mm -hmm. And so instead of us paying attention and being grateful for that meal that she cooked, Because my mom's a good cook. Like, instead of being grateful for that good meal, we're focused on we didn't pay a visit to the Golden Arches tonight, just like we did the night before. Mm -hmm.
1: You ain't never lie, girl. I remember, so growing up, we were not, we didn't have a lot of money. And so my dad, he used to be so frugal. And my sister and I, oh, we used to just hate it because we just wanted to get a couple dollars here and there. My dad would be so, like, no, you can't get it. And so we didn't wear a lot of name brand because we couldn't afford it. So we were Same. wearing Payless. Mm-hmm. Girl, remember Payless? Aren't they closing down now? A lot of them.
0: I don't know if they filed bankruptcy or what. But yeah, Payless used like to that. be the thing back Girl, then. Girl,
1: it was the place that I told nobody. I didn't tell anybody I went there, but it was right. clutch, right? right? You used to get the nice discounts. Just be like, don't look at the logo on my shoe. Just look look at it right. from afar, right? Right. So Payless and then Walmart, Target. Oh, Target was a little... Little expensive events, but Walmart and pay less. So I got these, um, I wanted Air Force Ones. And so finally in high school, I got a I got a pair of Nikes and I was like, oh shit, I got my Air Force Ones. And when I opened the box, now I am not a sneakerhead, but I just knew the Air Force Ones were in then. So instead of the Air Force Ones, they didn't get me the men's Air Force Ones. They got me the women's Nikes. So the difference was that the women's had like this curve on the inside of the shoe, whereas the Air Force's, they're like just straight. Does that mm, make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like straight on the side. Lady, if you're a sneakerhead, you probably know what I'm talking about. I don't know how to explain it. But girl, I looked at them shoes. I was so pissed. I was like, yo, I want the Air Force's that everybody mm. else at school has because I just wanted to look cool. Cause I'm like, we don't we don't get named brands. So I'm gonna wear these jokers until the soul is gone. Mm-hmm. So I think about that, and I definitely had so many moments. My mom used to always call us ungrateful, because we were. But they, our parent, my parents did the best they could. They bent over backwards for us, and we were very ungrateful. Um, the crazy thing is, one thing I've noticed over the years, though, is that a lot of wealthy people, they always talk about how important gratitude is. And I never really understood that until recently. Like, I just, to me, I'm just like, what are y'all? Like, I don't get it. What is this whole, like... There's this whole movement about oh you gotta be grateful and have gratitude and I was just like what and I
0: think when I and when I hear that because I mean our quote comes our quote of the day comes from Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. and she's like one of the wealthiest people right yeah. and the thing about it is the thing that comes up for me is that it's a focus and I can it's a whole we can have a whole nother episode on like the level of income disparity that's going on in our country right now, Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother thing. I think what a lot of people are saying and wealthy people are saying in terms of like focus on being grateful for what you have, the well-intentioned people are really talking about coming from this mindset of when you appreciate the things that are around you, that no matter what your circumstances are, you may feel like the richest person, maybe not maybe not monetarily rich, but spiritually and mentally mm-hmm. rich because you are
1: grateful for what you have. And I think it's all about perspective, too, because I know... Now, I know you listening, and maybe you down, like, y'all are good people. Y'all don't get negative. You know, y'all don't y'all don't get into that space, your facial expression. Well. <laughs> I say, Girl, I can't, like, leave me to my own devices, and it's just a hot-ass mess over here. Like, I can get so, especially when it comes to myself. I feel like with other people, I'm generally, like, really nice. Like, I'm a kind person. But I can be so mean to myself and so hard mm. on myself. And so I remember um, just maybe recently I was having like a really bad breakout. I was really stressed out. and I was having a really bad breakout and I was just like, God, I was just so frustrated. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so annoyed with this. Like what the hell? And I was just really like, you know, you focus on something. It just Mm -hmm. blow, it becomes way bigger. You're giving it so much energy. Right. Right. And so I gave this so much energy that it just consumed me. I couldn't even concentrate. I would be, you know, walking around other people and I see someone with like amazing, clear skin. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I having this breakout? And it's just, that's the only thing I could see. And something clicked and, and something just like snapped. And I and I thought about what I was grateful for. And I was like, let me just think about what am I grateful for? What do I have? And I sometimes I'll have this moment with myself in the mirror, especially when I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we start picking out all the things that, all the imperfections and all the shit that we don't like really quick. Cause I know you're going to get there because that, that's, that's where we easy. go by default. That's mm-hmm. easy. What I want you to do first, and I say this to myself, like, self, what I want you to do first is point out all the things that are great that you like. And I was like, well, I was like, my forehead is pretty clear. Like, my cheek might not be very clear, but my forehead's super clear. And I was like, okay, that's something to get excited about. But then I went on, and I was like, you know what? I remember when, and this was, like, very scary for me. I remember a couple months ago when I had the miscarriage, and one day I woke up in the morning, and I went to go brush my teeth, and I couldn't bend over And like my, I was having some back, some Mm. issues with my back because my body was processing the miscarriage. And I remember, I I didn't know that was what was going on. I remember bending over to brush my teeth. I could not bend over. Mm. And I just burst out into tears because I was like, what the, like, what's happening to me? What's happening to my body? I tried to bend down and touch my toes, couldn't touch my toes. And I was like going through a girl. I was just like, I could Mm. touch my toes last week. Like what's going on? It was so horrible for me just to wake up and realize I don't have this function that I normally take for granted. So that morning when I was having the issues and the bad breakout, I was like, you know what? I am so grateful that I can bend down and touch my toes. Like I appreciated that so much more than I would have before because I remember what it was like not to have it. Mm -hmm. It's like when we get a cold and your nose gets stuffy, you're like, God damn it. I'm so grateful for when I used to have that nice clear nostril. Like I could just breathe right through my nostrils and now you can't. And so it just reminds me to be grateful for the things that we have, the moments that we have with the people that we love. And when I went through my whole list of everything I had to be grateful for, no life isn't perfect. Yes, there's so much more that I want. But when I looked at just the five things I was grateful for, I was like, fuck the breakout. Like honestly, in the bigger picture, like it's really not that big of a deal. Like I'm alive. I can right. make an impact on the world. Like I'm here. Right. I have all my faculties. I don't have to, you know, I can go to the bathroom on my own. That's a big fucking deal. Some people can't, can't. do that, you know? And so they're just thinking about all the things that I was grateful for. It totally lifted my vibration. I was on to hunt it, and I was just like, okay, I'm ready to have a good day. I have a lot to be grateful for. And so when those little things came up to bug me, And those little minute things came in to distract me and to take away from that positive perspective. I was grounded in so much positivity and gratitude that I was just in such a better space. All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, get those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation.
0: Lady, as you know, this month is Women's History Month. And it's a great opportunity to highlight the stories of Black women specifically. Black representation holds significant importance in conveying possibilities to everyone, not just those of us in the Black community. I can recall growing up watching Oprah Winfrey and the Black newscasters in my hometown of New Orleans, and it showed me the importance of sharing my own stories and using my own voice. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's latest collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Tracy Ellis Ross to Beyoncé's Renaissance, Michelle Obama to the women behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths.
1: What I love most about Black Stories, Black Truths is the fact that the stories are from us And they cover topics we want to hear. I recently listened to an episode called Tracy Ellis Ross is an icon and our favorite rich auntie. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear her perspective on her new projects, what she loves most about podcasts, and how she feels about being called the rich black auntie. It was good. Now, you know, black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be told about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: That is, that's so spot on and perfect in terms of thinking about or demonstrating how gratitude can pull someone out of like a depressive episode. Right. And, or help someone like reduce that anxiety that they might be experiencing. Because like, as you were talking, like you were talking about like, Oh, my face is breaking out. Okay that could have caught that could have sent you down a whole spiral of anxiety and added stress and for some people that may have even led to you having like a panic attack cuz let's say that you had like a presentation mm-hmm. you know that that day right or a video conference call that day and you're sitting there and you see your face and you're like oh shit and then it just starts right and you can spiral downward Or when you were having that moment where you couldn't bend over, even in that moment, like like you let yourself cry, but that could have spiraled even further downward, right? Mm -hmm. But you let yourself focus on things that are going well, or like the small things to be grateful for, and that kept you from going further down. Mm Mm-hmm and i think that oftentimes like if i'm if i'm going to be realistic that can be hard to do mm-hmm. right in those moments when we're feeling that it could be hard to say okay well let me pause and let me look at let me let me be grateful that my forehead is clear mm-hmm. right you could look at that and you could be like but they're not going to be looking at my forehead. They still going to be looking at my cheeks. Mm-hmm. And you get in and like you can easily let yourself get into that negative space. And so lady as you're listening, like I want you to hear that we don't expect it to come easy. Like practicing gratitude truly takes intention and effort. But the more you do it, A lot of people who are into positive psychology, one of the things, gratitude is like a big part of positive psychology Mm -hmm. because what we know is that it definitely helps reduce anxiety and it definitely helps reduce depression. But it takes time. What research shows is that it takes 21 to 28 days to form a habit. And so one of the things that I think about in terms of like teaching people gratitude, one of the things that I would tell clients to do is keeping a gratitude journal. And at the end of every day, as you're winding down your day, think about three things that you're grateful for. And it doesn't have to be anything major. It could be something as small as someone held the door open for me today. Or call the fog, stayed away from the huh. from the bay area yes. today i got yes. to see I got to see sunshine at ten o'clock as That's opposed to two o'clock, right yes. little things like that, mm-hmm. and then you'll see that like as you're doing this on a daily basis, like you'll start to pay attention to more things around you, like the little things that
1: can bring us small pieces of joy. That's a really good point, Dom. And I think about when I had my moment and I was like, I listed off all the things I was grateful for. What I realized in that moment, I kind of smiled to myself and I was like, Okay, I'm a little embarrassed by the thing that I was stressing about, because in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that big of a deal. Like It could be so much worse. Right. And like you said, it does take time to get there. But I think it goes back to we had an episode about fear and and reprogramming our neural pathways. Is Mm -hmm. that what it was? And so I think about if you if we're always if we're so accustomed to going down this negative pathway. At some point, we really do. And this is one thing I'm working on as well. We really do. I'm saying this with love and support, we have to take ownership of where we are, what happened to us, and we have to choose, okay, where are we going to go, right? I've been through so much in life. Many of us have been through so much, right? So many obstacles. I've been victimized. I've been abused. All these things have happened. And because of that, I now have certain symptoms. Like There are things that are in my body physiologically that are happening due to the trauma that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. I could blame the people that victimized me. I could be upset with them. I could be bitter, but I can't really control them. I can't control that. And it goes back to one thing you said in another episode, which I've been leaning on in my personal life is when things happen, what can I control? The only thing we control that we can control is ourselves. And so I've been working on Okay, yes, this stuff happened to me. Yes, it was bad. Yes, it was hurtful. I'm choosing forgiveness over bitterness because I want to be better. I don't want to drink poison and expect for someone else to die, right? I just want to be clear and good energy. And part of that means how can I now work on reprogramming myself? Yeah, I may not have gotten myself in this position, but I'm here. And whether I want to believe it or not, like I am contributing to this because if I keep going down this negative pathway, I'm choosing to go down that pathway. So for me, it's like, okay, how does it, what does it look like for me to reprogram myself to come from a place of gratitude? And so, like you said, a lot of people, they have a practice of either in the morning when they wake up, they go to their gratitude journal, write down what they're grateful for, or before they go to sleep, or both, right? Mm-hmm. I used to, um, when I used to bike to work, it was like a 10 to 15 minute bike ride. And every morning, I would get on that bike and I just list down, like just, list down all the things I was grateful for. Sometimes if the same things came up, I would say, okay, why am I grateful for that? And you get to dig in deep like, yo, I have so much to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. And when you have those situations where you think it's something mundane that you're blowing out of proportion, like for me, it was a breakout that I had because I was stressed out. I, you know, me dumb, I tend to talk about, you know, legacy and death. And my thing is if I were to drop dead today or tomorrow, would this really be that big of a deal. That's that's just where I go because that's, that's how life is sometimes. And that helps me to really put things in perspective. And I'm like, you know what, girl, you're tripping. You know, let, let's move on. You know what I mean? So that helps depending on the situation and my experience. I
0: think that's a great way to, that's a great question to ask yourself. Like, is this really going to matter? Like if I were, were to leave this earth today, would what the thing that I'm stressing over right now, would it really matter? And Chances are the answer is going to be no. And and so then I think about, okay, well, what are the things that matter? And how can I put my energy into being grateful and appreciative of the things that matter? And one of the things that matters are our relationships. Or at least to me, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. (laughs) But my relationships with people matter. And so there's lots of different ways that we can express gratitude. So we've talked about like the gratitude journal. Another thing that we can do is say thank you. And whether that's verbally telling someone thank you or sending a letter and telling someone like in a form of a letter, like what is it that you appreciate about what they did for you, right? Or just their mere presence. But giving someone a card or some written form of a thank you or of gratitude, appreciation. Think about if you got a letter and someone was saying, randomly, out the blue, you get this letter. And someone is telling you, thank you for being you. You know, that one time you held the door open for me. That one time you spoke up for me in class. Um... That one time you sent me $5 to get coffee randomly. Like whatever Mm -hmm. the small thing is, I appreciate you for it. That time, or maybe something big. That time that I was sick and you brought me some tomato soup Mm -hmm. or chicken noodle soup or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that people need when they're sick, right? But Or that time I got a flat tire and you left work to come and pick me up. Whatever it is. That person is expressing gratitude. And imagine how that that would feel for you to know that you're
1: appreciated. That is spot on. And I actually just ordered uh, a bunch of thank you cards from Amazon. And so because of this rough patch I've had over the past few months, there were so many people that were there for me. So I, my to-do list, I have on my to-do list to write those thank you notes. Because I think handwritten cards, we don't do that enough these right. days. And I feel like people really like it. I personally, I like to keep my cards and read them on a rainy day. Yes, like if I'm feeling a little bad. If I if I need a little grateful, uh, you know, a gratitude boost, I'll read some of the thank you cards and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm valuable. People, you know, value my presence or whatever. So I love to talk about um, just a few tips on why gratitude can change your life. There's this awesome post that we'll include in the show notes from Wonderlustworker.com. And the first reason that gratitude can change your life here listed is gratitude shifts your focus. And it says one of the reasons why gratitude can change your life is because it shifts your focus. You see, life is all about focus. Whatever we focus on, we move towards. If we live in a state of lack and negativity, that's what's going to happen. We're going to see more of that. I'm like,
0: you know what? That's spot
1: on, right? What you focus on grows.
0: Right. It's about your perspective. So are you looking through rose-colored glasses or are you looking through black shades?
1: Mm -hmm. That's right. Number two is it improves the quality of your life. From your mental health and wellness to your emotional fortitude, spiritual aptitude, and your physical strength, it can all be derived from the simple and basic behavior of gratitude.
0: Because to me, when I hear that, what that says to me is that it is sending a message to our brain that we want to be happy, we want to be at peace, and then that shuts down all that negativity. And we know that our body responds and reacts to stress and reacts to negative energy that we bring in. And so if we are in a space of positivity our body is less susceptible to negative physical health impacts.
1: That's right. That's right. And the last one I'm going to read off, this is number five, I'm just going to skip around, is that it strengthens and enhances your faith. Whatever faith you believe in, whether it's God, Allah, Buddha, or even that spiritual oneness that binds us to each other, for all of you agnostics out there, gratitude can strengthen and enhance your faith and belief in whatever school of thought you subscribe to. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think that what it's
0: really teaching us, the whole message of gratitude, at least for me, is it helps you to be an overall better person. And when you're focused on like when it, if it's increasing your faith, it's improving your mental health, you know, all that does is allows you to put out more positive energy which will then attract Mm -hmm. more positive energy. And then the cycle will keep flowing. You know, there's this phrase that misery loves miserable company. Mm. Meaning that if I'm not in a good space, if I'm focused on being ungrateful, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to make you come into that space with me. And I'm going to make sure that you feel ungrateful and you're unhappy too. But if I'm focused and coming from a space of gratitude and appreciation, then what I'm going to do is if I'm constantly saying, thank you, Terry, or Terry, I appreciate, then what's going to happen is you're going to start to feel good about yourself and you're going to want to do positive things around me because you see that my energy is positive.
1: That's a good point. And I also think one thing that I never really got when I was growing up, I was like, why do rich people, why do these wealthy people always talk about gratitude? My theory for that is that because, I mean, for the reasons that we've listed, but I think that when you are a person that is, imagine being accustomed to this extravagant lifestyle, right? Let's say that you have everything that you need at your fingertips. I think it's very easy. I would assume, at least for me, like it's very easy to become comfortable and you're accustomed to you know, a certain level of service and people doing things for you. And I, let's just say that you were going somewhere and you didn't have some of the experiences that you're accustomed to. So maybe you have like a personal chef, right? Mm -hmm. And your chef isn't around. It's so easy to just get caught up in like, oh my gosh, my chef isn't here. Or maybe the food isn't prepared the right way. And so it's so easy for you to just be ungrateful because you're so accustomed to having this certain level of service. And now mm-hmm. that it isn't there, when you're grounded in gratitude, I think it allows you to not become spoiled and take those things that you have for granted. And so that's what mm. I would assume that... I'm like, if you're if you're wealthy, you have all these things, I would assume that this spirit of gratitude keeps you grounded, right?
0: That's a very positive and hopeful <laughs> outlook. What do you think? What do you think? I... I th- I think I have take a more cynical approach yeah. to a lot of wealthy people okay, okay. <laughs> but because I've seen how they like I, I think about, like I mentioned earlier about that wealth gap. Mm-hmm. And I feel like how they, it's like this scarcity thing and like they feel like their resources are being depleted. And so I know like for me, like I see. I see more of like the negative aspects mm-hmm. of it. But I like what you're saying. Like To me, that would be the ideal way to approach it. Like If you have a lot, you should be, instead of being spoiled and expecting that you're constantly going to get it, being appreciative and grateful for what you do have in front of you. I think usually the people who truly are grateful for the things that they have in front of them are people who know what it's like to not have it. Mm, That's a fact. So those of us who may have grown up without much, and then you get a little bit more, hopefully, the hope mm-hmm. is that we would be in a space of being appreciative and grateful for what we have because we know and have meaning, whatever that may be, whether that's monetary things, material things, or health things, right? Or and And so being in that space of not having you learn to be grateful for what you do have.
1: Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. And Tom, did you have any other tips that you wanted to share with us?
0: I just wanted to reiterate, like, I think doing the thank you cards is going to be helpful. Like maybe a daily gratitude journal is helpful. And then another thing that can be helpful in terms of building up that gratitude muscle is developing um, or creating a gratitude jar, right? And with that gratitude jar, what it is is that you every like you just constantly write down something that you're grateful for, and what you do is you put it in the jar. And as that jar gets full, like at, there may be different points where you're like, maybe you're in a space, and it's meant for you to keep it and look at it, right? And then what happens is, is like you have a moment, like you said, like you said, that moment where you're like looking in the mirror and you're like, oh, my cheeks. (laughs) Then you pull out, you step into that gratitude journal, I mean that gratitude jar, and you pull a note out and you read it and you remind yourself of that thing that you're grateful for. And then you have this whole jar full of things so you can pull and read and however long it takes for you to however many pulls it takes for you to get to a space of being grateful or being reminded of
1: all that you have. You have that jar there that you can constantly pull from. I love that. And the one thing I'll add on to that, because I love to do like voice memos and little mm. personal blogs. One thing I've been doing, and this kind of speaks to the gratitude, but also any mindset shift that you want to create for yourself. Um, And I plan on doing this this week, actually, since I have a lot of time on my hands. Um, (laughs) I'm going to do my gratitude journal. That was one thing I wanted to start implementing in the morning for myself to just set my, you know, start my day off on the right foot, do meditation, gratitude journal. I also plan on creating a video for myself. And I've done this before in the past. I just want to be more consistent with watching it. But I might dress up. And just create an encouraging video for myself. So whether it's like me stating affirmations to me Mm -hmm. and ideally when I make make the video, I'll be in a really good space so that when I replay it on Mm -hmm. a day to day, I can like pick up on that energy. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. look at, you know, look at what I'm saying and then just speak life to myself, speak Talk about the things I'm grateful for. Just send myself little reminders. Sometimes we just need those little reminders, and we forget. And so, if I create this video for myself and make it part of my daily routine, I now have the gratitude journal, a video of me speaking life into myself with good vibes, and then also the gratitude jar. So you're kind of hitting yourself on all
0: on all, corners all there. fronts, yes. yes. And so, lady, if you are listening to us on the first airing of this episode, which would be November 1st, we. Invite you to take on a challenge that we're also going to engage in, and for the entire month of November, we're going to do thirty days of gratitude or giving thanks or whatever, whatever positive phrase you want to use. Each day on Instagram, follow us at HerSpace Podcast, and we will post something that we're grateful for. And then we encourage you to share something with us as well in the comment section. And our hope is that by the end of the month, we all have 30 things that we are grateful for. And the, I mean, again, and the goal is to challenge yourself to think of something different every day
1: that you're grateful for. And you already know I'm going to ask, Dom, what are you grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for
0: you. Oh, yes. thank you, know? I am grateful <laughs> that we had this chance to meet, that we had this chance to start this podcast, because I think that we are creating such a great community. And not only creating like a great community, but I think we we've been able to like actually like grow ourselves through this process, and so yes, I'm very grateful.
1: Well, thank you, Dom. I will say that my initial response was um great. I'm grateful for my um. I'm sure you were gonna ask, so I'm just. Yeah. I'm grateful course. for my um, like per, my my what is it? I can't even think of the word now. My peace of mind and just like being in my right mind. I'm mm. so grateful for that because yeah. I think that that allows me to do all the stuff that I do. So whether it's creative ideas or just being able to problem solve or just just being able to self-soothe when I'm going through something, I am mm-hmm. so freaking grateful for that. So, whew, thank you, God, for that. And of course, so grateful for you, Dom. I actually, one day I was going to text you. I like just felt so compelled and I should have did it and next time I will, but I just felt so compelled to like send you this, um, just this really cute, lovey text, like, Dama, I appreciate you so much. And I was like, I don't, I need trying to be all mushy and have her like, girl, what are you talking <laughs> about? So I didn't send it. So next time I will, if that comes up. And
0: when you send it, I'm going to oh, respond back with okay. the like hard face okay, emoji, good, good. like, okay. oh, thank
1: you. I'm appreciative of you too. <laughs> it was, you know, one of those days where you just, I just felt so emotional. And sometimes I get that feeling where I'm just like, oh, I just love all my friends and my people. And so I felt really grateful for um, just our connection. And it's not very easy to make a, like friends as adults, but I think we've built like a great partnership and friendship through the podcast. And this has just been such a rewarding journey. And I'm so happy that we're on it together. And you've been supportive when I've been going through some tough times. And so I'm really grateful for you as well. So I had to add that in there, girl.
0: Oh, And see how (laughs) easy that is for you to just take a moment and express gratitude to someone and how easy that helps lift their spirits and lift your own. Thanks for joining us today in Her Space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment and mental health.
1: Or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I know that everything is working out for my good, even when things don't go as planned. We'll see you next week, lady.